Let's all stand together. We're going to lift up our voices as we sing. Alleluia, alleluia. Hearts to heaven and voices sing. For Christ has risen from the grave. Alleluia, alleluia. Hearts to heaven and voices raise. Sing to God a hymn of gladness. Sing to God a hymn of praise. He who on the cross has saved your Christ the King of glory now is risen from the dead. And now the iron bars are broken. Christ from death to life is born. Glorious life and life immortal on this resurrection morn. Christ has triumphed and we conquer by his mighty of Him to life eternal by His resurrection rise. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that He is living whatever men may say. I see His hand of mercy. I hear His voice of I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He Rejoice, rejoice, O Christian, lift up your voice and sing. Eternal hallelujahs to Jesus Christ the King, the hope of all who seek Him, the help of all who find. None other is so loving, so good and kind. He lives, He lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow resurrection morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and let's praise him. Father in heaven, we come before you this morning and we praise you and thank you for the gift of eternal life. For we of all people would be most miserable without the resurrection. Lord, we just ask that you'd be with us, stir our hearts and draw us nearer to you as we celebrate the gift, the wonder, the miracle of the resurrection. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Please be seated.
to start off our day with some scripture. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 8. It says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he had said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly, and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. Then I wanted to bring you over to Acts chapter 1, verses 9 down through 11. It says, And when Christ had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Taylor. Would you please stand and together we're going to lift up our voices again as we sing Christ the Lord is risen today. Alleluia. Christ the Lord is risen today. Alleluia. Sons of men and angels say Alleluia. Raise your joy. Jesus Christ. 
nights. His constant presence is my light. No power on earth or heaven above can separate us from His love. My Redeemer lives. My with me if you would please and turn to Isaiah 40 this morning Isaiah 40 I chose specifically those two texts that I read to you a few minutes ago because they dealt specifically with the resurrection but not just the resurrection also the ascension for as Christ came back to life and revealed himself to many hundreds he also ascended up, and there he is today at the right hand of the Father. When you go to Isaiah chapter 40, you find a text that talks to you and I about the ministry of Christ eternal, his ministry of ministering to others. Listen, I'm going to read to you just three verses. Listen as I read to you Isaiah chapter 40, verses 9 through 11. O Zion, that bringest good tidings, Get thee up into the high mountain, O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, 
He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. When we find verses like this throughout the scriptures, both prophetic as we look at Isaiah, or whether you come into the New Testament where you see the very ministry of Christ on a daily basis as he walked upon the earth, or even still today as he is in heaven at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, ministering to us, you find these verses speaking to him, speaking of him as our shepherd. He cares for our soul and ministers to us throughout the ages. As we look at verse 10 in Isaiah chapter 40, we see that it says that he shall come with strong hand. Certainly when the Lord Jesus Christ came, he came born of a virgin. As we looked at and uh, when we looked at Isaiah 53, born of the, the roots and stem of Jesse, we see that he grew up as a child. We saw him in Jerusalem at 12 years old, te teaching in the temple. Then as we see time go on, we see him go to the cross, the tomb, and today resurrect. We don't necessarily always look back at Christ and look at his life on the earth and look and say, he came with a strong hand. But yet at the same time, if you step back and look and really consider you see the strong hand of God in the ministry of Christ. For he faced death willingly, sacrificially. He faced his accusers, his opposers. He faced strongly. Even when he went into the temple and he drove those who had turned the house of God into a den of thieves. We find Jesus Christ coming with that strong hand. So when we look here at Isaiah chapter 40, and we look at verse 10 where it says, Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. We see that it's linking both the prophecies of the first coming of Christ to the second coming of Christ, when he shall rule upon the earth with that rod of iron and that strong arm. As we look at the middle of verse 10, it says, His reward is with him, and his work is before him. Sometimes if we're not careful, we can leave Jesus Christ in the manger. And sometimes if we're not careful, we can leave Jesus Christ in the tomb. We forget that his ministry goes on forever. He didn't stay in the manger. He became a man who offered himself upon the cross. He didn't stay in the tomb. He, wrote, he resurrected again and he still lives today. You and I experience the connection in the life that we have with Christ in Christ. But you notice in this verse it says to us, his reward is with him and his work before him. It reminds me even of him teaching in Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes. Listen to Christ as he speaks to you and I and all generations, when we listen to his reward, his ministry that he brings to you and I, listen as I read to you Matthew chapter 5 verse 1, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and he taught, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, 
for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which, which go a hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. When we listen to Christ speaking and teaching the Beatitudes that day, as he ministered to the multitudes that had gathered, we are reminded that verse 10 of Isaiah 40 teaches us that his reward is with him. He pours forth his blessings to you and I in our lives. His work is before him. He did not stay in the grave. He arose and still today he works in our hearts and in our lives. He works in our church and around the world you see his hand at work. His work will never end for he is eternal. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. When you go back to Isaiah 40 and you look at verse 11, it says he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom. You and I are the recipient of this eternal ministry of Jesus Christ. You and I experience the feeding of Christ ministering to our hearts and our souls. Look with me, if you would, to John chapter 10 in the New Testament. And here we find Jesus Christ speaking of himself as that shepherd. John chapter 10, verses 11 on down, it says to us, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that, he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is an hireling, caring not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore does my Father love me. Because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man takes it from me. But I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. Here we find Jesus Christ as he speaks of himself as the shepherd. And as he speaks of you and I being his sheep, how he knows us and we know him. And yet we see him link that to his death, his burial and his resurrection. He says, I laid down my life, but I had the power. 
I have the power to take it again. He ministers to you and I as that shepherd. He even still today, as we receive him into our hearts and our lives, comes to dwell within our souls as the Holy Spirit, and there he ministers to us in our daily walk. It's interesting when we look at the last part of verse 11, he says to us, he shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom. In the world we live in today, with all its perplexities, all its complications, all its dangers, all its fears. We start our day in prayer each day, asking our shepherd to gather us up in his arm and to comfort us, to guide us, to help us to know and to understand his will. He, we look for him to be our shepherd, leading us by those still waters bringing us to those, those green pastures that we ourselves might be strong, healthy, spiritually, physically, emotionally. It's an interesting thing when we look in the scriptures and it teaches us that through his word, he renews our mind. Through prayer and confession, our souls are renewed daily. And every day we're able to walk knowing that our shepherd is there for us, that he does gather us up. He does minister to our hearts and souls, even as prophesied back all the way in Isaiah 40. We understand the living Christ is our great shepherd. Let's have a word of prayer. And as we're dismissed, I want to encourage you to come on down for breakfast. We have more than enough breakfast. We want folks to stay and visit and fellowship one with another. Let's have a word of prayer as we start this resurrection day. Lord, we thank you that we could come during this early hour. Even as Mary and the others who were with her went to the tomb that morning. And there they found the stone rolled back. And in their perplexity and confusion, they come to understand by the proclamation of the angel that Jesus Christ had risen and he was not there. And Lord, as we come together this morning, we know that Jesus is not in the tomb. We celebrate that he is risen. And Lord, we thank you and we praise you that he is our shepherd, gathering us up, ministering to us day by day, giving to and rewarding those who draw near to him. And Lord, if there be one person in this room today or one person on the live stream who's not yet turned to you, called upon you and received you into their hearts and lives, then I pray that this resurrection morn would be the day, that this would be the day they would call upon you for eternal life. We praise you. We ask that you bless this breakfast to our bodies that we're about to partake of. Help us as we fellowship and rejoice one with another on this resurrection morn. In Christ's name we pray, amen.